Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here. Also, if you're over on Facebook, come on over and join us over there at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. We welcome you there to our page. Thank you for letting us be an encouragement to you. You are the most important person here because without you, we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach, and we teach so we can learn. So remember, we're not there. We're learning as we're going. And so, thy will be done. Have you heard this? You know, this is, uh, this is a lot of prayer for a lot of Christians. And so even the unbelieving world, you know, will pray, God, your will be done in my life. And they might not even know God. But this is the thing, thy will be done. You know, it usually comes out in our prayer life when uh, we have emotional pain, like worry or heartbreak or fear, um, or just, you know, part of being human. You know, remember, we're spiritual beings here having a human experience. You know, and so there's a lot of problems going on in this world. There's a lot of problems that are going on in our bodies. Remember, we're all on the same ship, so to speak, you know. And so there's no escaping it. And so every one of us have some kind of a problem going on in our lives right now. And so James chapter 5 verse 14 says, Is anyone among you sick? He must call for the spiritual leaders. Some texts say elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of our Lord. Now, you know, your spiritual leaders, of course, are anybody in Christ. Okay, so we're all spiritual leaders, but of course, James is referring to, like, say, the pastor, someone uh, like a deacon, you know, and so somebody that... Uh, has been called for ministry, okay, in those realm, in that realm. Now, I can honestly say, when I think about thy will be done, I have to share my testimony with you, or this is really worthless. I used to pray thy will be done all the time. I would pray it when I would have physical problems. I would pray it when I would have financial problems. I would pray... You know, for my for the Lord's will to be done when my mom was sick. And, you know, working in care centers for 20 plus years. I've prayed the Lord's will be done in a lot of residents' lives. And so, you know, I, not even knowing what that really means. But what I've come to discover through the Holy Spirit's teaching, of course, 1 John 2.27 tells us the Holy Spirit is in us and will teach us everything we need to know. When we pray for the Lord's will to be done, what we're asking for is the revelation of Christ himself. You see, God's will is Christ. And if we're in Christ, his goal is to reveal Christ in us. So a lot of times the circumstances will not change. The physical pains might be there. The financial Trouble might still be there, even after we pray, thy will be done. Now, this doesn't mean that he's not going to help us out in these areas when we ask for his will to be done. But again, remember, God's goal is to reveal Christ in us, the hope of glory. You see, this is a mystery that Paul was talking about in Colossians 1.27. He said, this mystery is now being revealed to those God's chosen to reveal it to 
which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Okay, and so now when I prayed for his will to be done, my circumstances didn't change. My pains didn't change. But what I discovered is the revelation of Christ in me, the hope of glory. And that's his, what his, that's was, that was his goal in those hardships. Now, he didn't take it. Like I said, he did not take away the hardships, but he used the hardships to reveal the revelation of Christ in me, just like he did Paul. Paul said this in Philippians 3.20, he says, For my determined purpose is that I may become more intimately acquainted with Christ and to suffer, to share in his suffering. Paul knew that suffering would help, actually help accomplish getting to know Christ better. The Apostle Peter actually said that too. He said, Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and get to know him better. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting to know Jesus better as you're praying, Thy will be done? Chances are everything's right on track. Now, you still might have the problems, but that doesn't mean, like I said, that he doesn't know about it, and it doesn't mean that he's not going to take care of the problem. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. 1 John 5.14 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Okay. So does God heal? Does God still heal physically? The physical body, if it's sick or broken? Sometimes. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he don't. When we ask for God's will to be done, we're asking for his best, aren't we? Well, Think about it this way also. God's will is he wants to work on our behalf. When we say, thy will be done, what we're doing is we're inviting Jesus to come into our situation and work on our behalf. Okay? And so a lot of times he'll work through us. He will be our wisdom. He will be our strength to get through difficult times. He will be our peace, our calmness, our rest. Our, our faith to get through these difficult times. And so, yes, sometimes he will heal physically. Remember, Christ is still the healer. He always has been, always will be. So he is described as Jehovah Rapha in the Old Covenant. Remember, Jesus is in the Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, Jesus is in the backdrop. Okay, in the New Covenant, Jesus lives in us. Okay. So he is the Jehovah Rapha in the Old Covenant, the God who heals. And, and under this New Covenant, Jesus is described as the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's also described as the great physician. Now, when you break a bone and you hurt yourself, where do you go? Well, you go to the physician, right? And he sets it and, and sets you on your way. You see? But remember... If we want him, we want Jesus to work on our behalf, we're going to have to ask for his will to be done. And so <clears throat> there's no physical healing um, that he cannot heal. He's more than capable. If there's no physical healing, though, it's because he wants, to, wants us to get to know him better. Okay. Now, <clears throat> like I said... You know, these financial difficulties that I had early on when I was an early Christian and I asked for his will to be done. No, he didn't take care of it right away, but I can honestly say down the road he did. He waited 
to reveal the revelation of Christ in me. That's what God wanted to do. And then God was going to take care of the financial problems that I was having and the physical problems. So that does come, but sometimes it's later. Remember what problems do, though. If, if we're having physical problems, he is the healer, first of all. Christ is our healer. Okay, he's, he's the same healer today as he was in the old covenant, okay? But remember, he wants us to get to know him, okay? Remember what problems do, folks? They push us into his presence. That's what they're designed for. David explained it very perfectly in Psalms 18.6. He says, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and he heard my cry. Okay, and so... When we're in distress, if it's causing us to go to the Lord, that's everything's right on track, okay? And then later on, David, he says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. Wow, go figure, go figure. The same David that was in distress and calling on the Lord is now saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything that I need. That's something to think about there. So he's talking about spiritual and physical needs taken care of. Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. That's found in John 10, 27. We hear his voice. Basically is what he's saying. If we, if he wants to hear us, if he wants us to hear him, is he capable of letting us hear him? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He wants us to hear him more than we want to hear him. And so he will make, he will move every mountain out of the way to get our attention. He wants us to hear him. Okay. And if he says panic, then panic. But if he's not saying panic, if he's not saying anything, just relax and trust him. Do not be anxious about anything but in. Every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I want you to take a look at that. In Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, notice that if you're anxious about anything that's going on in your life, pray. And what is, what is promised here? The peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds. You see, what's God interested in? Our heart and our mind. He wants us to be at peace. Notice he doesn't pray. He doesn't, doesn't automatically heal the problem. But he promises the peace of God, which guards our hearts and our minds. That's in Christ Jesus. You know, the truth to consider is God loves you and me so much. He's listening to every word you say. And we always can go to him because he can relate to what we're going through. People can't. Let's just face it. People go through hard times, but they can't understand what you're going through right now because they're not going through it. And so when people give you padded answers like, oh, I'm so sorry, but you know what? All things work together for good, sister, brother. You don't want to hear that, do you? You know where that verse is. But you don't want to hear that, you see. That's why we always go to Jesus, who knows what it's like to suffer, who knows what it's like to be rejected, 
okay? So he knows what we're going through. That's why we always go to him whenever we have troubles, whenever there's distress. He's listening to every word that we say. Even when you don't feel that he's there, trust him with whatever is troubling you. Okay, he is holding you together. To be near to him is to accept that he is near. Getting to know Christ better is our hope in our lives today. God bless.